with Kim Gravel. Yeah. It's going to be a good one, y'all. I'm going to tell you why. We have already been off the podcast. Solving the world's problems through comedy and humor and Southern laughter, which I don't know, Zach, can't be beat. There's just something about... Is it Southern laughter? It, it, Is that- no, there's, I just want to say, it's Southern in the way that it's inappropriate in the most hospitable way. Okay. You know what I mean? All right. I get that. Yeah, Can, totally. Do you, what is, do you understand? What did I just say? What 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 does that mean to you? No, I just, I basically, I don't understand any of it. I just okay. nod and say, All like, right. you say Southern stuff and I'm just like, yep, no, that's good. No, so I'm you're laughing. York, so is, is it a courtesy laugh or is it just seriously like, I don't know what to say because no, I'm afraid. No, it's New York laughter. It's so, oh. it's, it's, no, I'm not, I'm never laughing with you. I'm always laughing at you. That's New York. Oh, <laughs> okay. Is that? Okay, I'm not sure. So what is New York laughter? That's because, you know what? I want to say this. When I go to New York, uh-huh. I could live there for many reasons. One, because New Yorkers are just straight shooters. They don't play. It's straight, no chaser. It's just like, I'm like, where is the right aid? Two blocks on the left. That's how I get it. It's just right at you. And I appreciate that. I know you think, oh, Southerners, we don't want, you know, we're just still like, hey, and we're kind of slow, which... You know, we might be slow in talking, but never think we slow in the head because we already done figured all that out. We just trying to let you down easy. Kim, tell us about last night. And this is going to work into our show too. It, it is. There's, there's a method to this madness. Thank you for reminding me. So last night I am in bed. It's like 1230. So I have a 14-year-old and a 12-year-old. So basically it's hormone, preteen hormone or teenage hormones and premenopausal, all under the same roof. So it's murder, death, kill, 24-7. So I am at 12.30 and fast asleep. I mean, deep sleep, REM sleep with snores. And I hear this, and I have very good ears. And when you have teenagers, you just figure that out. You just know. I mean, you can smell when they're doing something wrong. I'm like, what's going on? They're doing something wrong. So I go into my son's room, and both my sons are just sitting there in the bed, and I see this bright light you know, coming from their hands, which is their phones. And I take the phones up because I don't think it's healthy for these kids to be on the phones 24-7. And I don't also, they need to go to bed, get in the bed. So I I said, oh, yeah, thanks, mom. We will. And all this little nice little kisses and, you know, say your prayers and get in the bed. And then I get up and they have phones. And Zach, I had a moment of clarity. I thought, am I going to just be angry and start screaming and yelling and then go back. I can't go back to bed and they fall asleep happily right. after they have their screen time. Or am I going to make a change? So I just said, that's it. I'm doing it like the military. So I grab the phones. I turn on all the lights in the house and we clean the entire house. Well, they cleaned. I supervised. So Drill Sergeant Kim was in full force. The toilets are now clean. So we didn't go to bed till 3 a.m. Do they do a good job, Kim? Do you have to micromanage the cleaning? I I was, I didn't yell or scream. I was so proud of myself. I just was calm. And to be honest with you, I woke up to the cleanest house. It was so amazing. And I'm going to go this way with my parenting now. I'm not going to scream and yell. I'm not going to threaten. I'm just going to make them work. Because mm-hmm. you can't take their phones from them. And you know where I learned this from? You know where I learned how to just do that? I used to, when I, they were little, I would watch a show, Zach, called Clean House. Did you watch that show? Do you know what yeah, show that is? I Who do. Clean, clean House is great. Mm-hmm. So there was this woman on this that I adored. First of all, she was, you know, 
more Southern than myself, and she talked it and walked it. I mean, she was a butter biscuit. Is that possible? I don't know if that's possible. I I didn't think so. And then I saw her, and I was like, oh, my God, I identify with this woman. She is me. I am her. But in in this just the southern way because this this woman that we have on today Zach mm-hmm. she is organized to the point and is so clean and so organized that I think I think she has a disorder I think she's got a problem like she might need to be on meds it's that good well it's funny it's funny because I was looking at her Instagram and I was like this is the right? most organized Instagram I've ever seen like it's this insane. is this like and like she's the real deal. Like, you know, you know, when you like see someone on TV and you're like, are they, is there, are they really like is that? Is that real? That- yeah. Cause yeah. you and I do TV. We know we're like, yeah. mm, somebody doing yeah. that behind the scenes. Yeah. You're playing a character. I mean, everyone's playing a character always, but yeah, that's a different, <laughs> that's a different story. <laughs> that's a different podcast. Yeah. So we got to bring her in just because we have so many y'all today's show. We're going to talk about life hacks, cleaning hacks, organizational hacks, and Zach, Southern hacks. Did you know about those? So I know. But southern that's scary. That's, that, honestly, when you say Southern hacks, mm-hmm. my brain immediately goes to like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So, Oh, God bless. Just welcome it. You're going, hush that. Really? Welcome bring, bring to the in. show, Trish, sir. Trish, hey, girl. Kim, <laughs> you angel. Oh, my gosh. I have been crying. I was over here looking like a mom. We're on a Zoom. If y'all oh can see us, they can see us, right? They can yeah. see how fun we are. Yeah, and your hair looks good, by the way. You mm-hmm. are so sweet. It's leftover Peloton spin hair that I put a quick curl in. <laughs> Southern hack. Southern life hack. You know, day two workout hair, even though it's slimy up here, is living its best life down here. But you here. know what though? This is this is the truth. Uh, here's a hack. And Trish, you can tell this. This is extra. This is a beauty hack. Trish is going off script here. I did, sorry. No, but isn't three-day hair? Okay. Just that's so southern. Crusty three? three-day hair. Talk about it. Crusty three-day hair. When we were little, our mamas raised us on the hot roller. Yes, ma'am. For you little children listening, Google that. Um, a hot roller was a dream sequence. Before that, you had the pink sponge rollers. Oh, those were the best. They were the best. And I woke up looking like a poodle because I have straight Italian hair. And so it, yeah, you'd wake up and it'd be just uh-huh. all the way up But you'd here. have volume for days. That's before you had like dry shampoo and root lifter and all that. None of that mess. That's when your mama took to your head with baby powder. And it's, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, and oh my God, oh my I am again Italian. So and this is um, natural blonde. I'm air quoting to death because I've only been blonde <laughs> for like, you know, a decade and a half. Um, so I had dark Italian hair that my mama threw baby powder in. Right. Everybody's like, oh, is it 100 year day at school? Because Trish has white gray <laughs> hair. <laughs> she has grays with her long brown hair that was now just dialed up yeah. with them pink sponge rollers. But by day three, Kim, uh-uh. Preach. I looked like Brooke Shields. I know. I had this wave. <laughs> I had this dreamy mane. <laughs> and I was tossing and doing. And I was like, did you see me? And I was hoping Bradley Billison on the pl- playground. Bradley Billison. Oh, my God. He was so cute, I bet. That name. With them Lee jeans and that Izod shirt. Please. Bring him. God. Bring him. Okay, I'm back. Sorry, y'all. I regressed completely. No, mm. but that's true. Southern life hacks, and they're real. And so are cleaning hacks. Okay, so let me just tell you a little bit about Trish. Just so, because Trish and I could just get into it. And we- Zach is going to be, you know, it's a Southern drive-by for Zach. So Sorry, here Zach. we go. So clean house. Clean house. Nishi Nash, the whole crew. Y'all went all over the country changing people's lives one closet at a time. Well, <laughs> you, I mean, seriously. 
Yeah, yes, and for was, people that don't know, we would go into people's homes, pull out all their clutter, sell it at a yard sale, and then use that money to renovate and redecorate their house. I am uh, an organizing expert. I'm also a, a yard sale diva. Yard sale diva. I can sell mm-hmm. air conditioners to Eskimos. Amen. Amen. And you can too. That's why I love Kim. Um, <laughs> and and I think most Southerners can. That's a, a Southern that's gift. A, that's another hack that we that's do another well. hack. We'll cover mm-hmm. that in a hot minute. But um, And I'm also a functional designer. So what people think of as an interior designer, meaning I throw wallpaper up and here's a throw pillow. Uh, and and here's really, your bill for $10,000. <laughs> that's exactly yep. right. I come in and I move your walls around and I look at the function. And so that's my other gift set on top of, you know, we kind of had to dance around that on Clean House because we had our amazing designer, Mark Burnett. But Mark and I are, first of all, PB and J. We love each other. I love him. He's from heaven. But that's how we work. Because for me, you know, now everybody's like, open plan. I want an open plan. I'm like, that's darling. But you have a lot of crap. And your stuff <laughs> has to go somewhere. All right. Um, just as an aside, Trish, can yeah. I just take the Zoom upstairs for a minute and you can just help me with my kitchen for a second? Right. Because we yeah. right, to like, exactly. yeah. We need, I'm serious. Kitchens are a hot mess express, and I'll tell you why. We have a tendency, uh, I know in the South, we're stock, we, we stockpile. There could be a storm. Yeah. We need to have a bunch of canned goods, like yep. a bunch of crazy mess that you're like, why do we have hominy? I haven't had hominy <laughs> in 20 years, but we got a can of hominy. We still have okay. Y2K candles. My mom does. I'm here for her because you have she, to go She through. needs you desperately. I'll come. Honey, come on. You know, I live in Atlanta now. You don't know. threaten me. I'm Trish, I'm serious. Like, I need you in my life. So, look, let's talk about, like, why. Why do people hoard? Why the Y2K candles? Why the, you know, chickpeas that's been there for, you know, since 1989? Oh, I'll get into it, y'all. And this is going to feel like therapy, and you're welcome. Up front, I want it. Give it to Good. me, baby. Okay. okay. It's an inward expression of an outward thing. I'm going to say that again. Okay, I'm writing this down. I've got my pen. What now? What we hold on to is okay. an inward expression of an outward thing. So anything we've got sitting in the house is an app. We have that internally and it's manifesting in stuff. Okay. And I know that sounds super woo. No, 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 that, no. I'm, but I'm processing. Truth, so let's think. I mean, I always say it starts when you're little, right? Um, my papa was first generation born American. My grandparents, great grandparents came from Italy. So he was. So you were Italian born. country. Uh, yes, honey. Because you're are, from Kentucky. Kentucky, I'm from the Cumberland Gap. So I'm from the real, like where <laughs> Daniel Boone came through. Y'all look it up. It's tiny. And um, so we're country, country people. And my papa was raised very, what you got, you got to hold on to. So his five kids, my mom being the oldest, held on to everything. That stressed me out as a child because wow. I liked order and cleanliness. So every time anybody turned around, I'd reorganize the refrigerator. I'd have everything pulled out. I'd go into any drawer and redo a junk drawer. What age were you? What age were you at this? I want to know how, how early this started for you. Five, five or six. Shut up. They were like, we don't know what this is, but like I wouldn't even stack blocks. I would just clean a junk drawer and put everything back in. And I'd take like, boxes and tear the boxes in half and organize things, you know, like little bitty boxes. I would put things in compartments in drawers. And I was like, it was basically high end uh, OCD, but they weren't going to stop it because it was <laughs> no. Don't clean. stop it. No, you, yeah, th- that that like I said, it's almost like Zach. Zach was stalking your Instagram. He was like, "This is she's the real deal." I'm like, I know it's almost problematic, but it's a good problem, right? Like being that kind of OCD to me, it works. It didn't run my life, thank God. If that was somebody that it physically took over my life, sure, like, sure, can't walk in my garage because of the stockpile of Clorox wipes. <laughs> thank goodness, yeah. Which, by the way, when the pandemic hit, my husband said to me, "My God, this is your Super Bowl." I have every Clorox. <laughs> 
he was like, we didn't have to go where everybody's running to Costco and having to freak out. He's like, my wife has prepared for this moment her whole life. I was like, you're welcome, America. I got you. Homemade disinfectants. Call your girl. <laughs> Been doing Cleaning. it since I was five. I got you. That's amazing. You could eat off the floors in here during oh, the price. Oh, that's, I'm, I'm, I'm actually just, I, I just exhaled. That makes me so happy. Because, okay, let me t- ask you this, Trish, because I thrive off of organization, but cannot do it to save my life. Like, it is a mental stumbling block for me. Okay. Let's Why do we that. love organization so much? Let's, yeah, I'm ready to be, uh, analyze me. Well, I was going to say, you know, you outwardly are the one of the most put together human beings on planet Earth. Am I oh, wrong? God. Zach co-signed me. She's yeah, amazing. Yeah, no, 100%. I'll look at Kim because um, I just started working for QVC and anytime something comes <gasps> up with Kim, we'll, co- we'll cover that. But anytime yeah. I see something come up with Kim, I go, oh my God, she looks dreamy. Like all everything she does is dreamy and put together. And I realize you like me, it takes a team, right? When people are like, oh, I love your videos or this is done. I'm like, that's my I'm husband. lucky to have a bra on. You know, it's that thing. Yeah. Uh my eyeliner one side's like i've killed it and the other side is amy winehouse i'm like what happened (laughs) i tried you know kim 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 has god rest her soul god rest her soul bless her i didn't i meant it out of complete love but i don't have the (laughs) makeup's never been my gift set (laughs) so you look at people and you go oh i want to emulate that right and you are a human that has always put out nothing but goodness and light and i always say we have (sighs) gift sets of where we can put that out. Mine for me is ordering cleanliness. Like when there's a crisis, I'm the first heifer you call. I'm the emergency contact. I'm okay, well, but, 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 but you got to stop. You got to stop. Jack, did you see what I said? She just said heifer. Yeah. Because so, Jack and I were having this conversation because Steve Harvey always called me heifer. Heifer's a good thing. It's good and bad. It just depends on the human saying it and the context it's said in, correct? That's how I feel. I'll call myself a heifer because I'm fine and I provide. Right, not right. like dairy milk, but I provide. And that's good. But if Southern hack there, Southern, Southern hack. hack, but if mm-hmm. someone's extra, extra read all about it and you don't want to call them a B or some other nightmare, I'm like, she's being a heifer. That's like the ones in the middle of the road <laughs> that don't move. That's two syllable. That's heifer two. Is not, heifer is good. Heifer's great. She's your yeah. people. She'll come in across this. A heifer is uh-huh. somebody, it's the big bovines that don't move in traffic's building up. Okay. So that was a this sidebar. This is good. I feel like I learned something. You did. Thank That's you. a sidebar. Thank you for explaining that. Because he thought, oh my God, why would somebody, your heifer's not good. I'm like, no, it just depends on, uh-uh. So I'm it glad. Did. I'm like, Kim, I'm never going to call you that. That's okay. terrifying okay. I, I, You know, yeah. I get it. You yes. can because you're a New Yorker straight shooter. Go ahead, Trish. Keep going oh. about my, why I love organization, but you don't do it. You love it because you are a very put together human. That's why you have great people in your life with those life skills because okay. we all bring in the people that can do the things that make us shine and look better at what we do, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I say all the time, the greatest check I write every month is to my bookkeeper because I, I literally freeze yeah. when I see math. I literally cry. Like <laughs> genuinely, like even when it's like Amazon Prime days and here's a deal, I'm like, is it a deal? <laughs> is it for real? I, I need someone here to do the math. I don't have that gift. I don't either. It, so, you know, yeah. when you're, when you're, when God gives you the ability to have the people in your life to make you look like use you them, do them. Yes, that you're doing the most, honey. It's no shame in that game. Call them in because it, you will absorb it. You will start to absorb the things that you go. Oh, you know what? I can bring that into how I do. You don't have to start doing it all tomorrow. It'd be like, hey, I'm gonna go vegan, and you try to go cold turkey. Oh Lord, last a you day. can't do. Yeah, 
Okay. So Same organization. It, baby steps. You're saying baby steps. That, yes. That's another Southern life. Just take little baby steps. Okay. So when you were doing clean house and even your clients that you have now, and I know you've got some projects you can't disclose, but you're going to be doing some home reno stuff coming up soon on TV. Yeah. Um, you got to just go follow Trish because you're going to absolutely, you know, be so Thank satisfied. You. Satisfied. Because, you know, I'm, if I can't do it, I like to live vicariously through other, like I follow, I follow you the folding lady. Have you Love seen her. the fo- Okay. Oh, yeah. So I follow all I have my I have my team, my yes. social people that I look at. So when you were do when you work with your clients and you go and work with people on clean house when you did, were they resistant to it? Do people have a problem with you kind of being the boss when they yes. hire you or you okay. In the short, Tell me about yes. that. I think people really want it and they know uh, good news is when I'm in someone's house, they finally go, She really I, I care because I right. care about yeah. you like it's mm-hmm. my own stuff. And I'm it's your not mission. Trying. It's your mission. It may, there's nothing I love more. You're the same. Everybody has their gift. We're all here to help each other. I agree. We're all here to walk each other home in whatever way that looks like. Oh, I love that. You know, it's it's what walk it, each other home, baby. We are. And so whatever way you can do it authentically for others, mm-hmm. then then that's your gift set. So when I'm with somebody and I realize you've got 400 purses and you know you need to lighten the load, telling you to have three is not realistic. Telling you to have 200 is realistic. (laughs) But someone will say, uh, you're telling her to keep 200 purses. I was like, that's literally half to somebody. Yes. So, But if they're not in a place of honor, put up where you can see them and enjoy them for the reasons you bought them, guess what? Why you got them in the first place. Right. What what you're trying to prove. And then you'll see people be like, "Mm, oh, she's in business. But I say that because we all do those things for that reason. I mean, look, I'm the queen of when I look at what I do when I'm trying to procrastinate or be distracted. I'm the queen of trying to fit into a flowy dress, a boho, not built for my body style. And I'm like, you know what you need to be doing? Work out. Because what you're trying to do is feel like you're on that vacation where you could wear that flowy dress and feel good in it. But if you have more white flower, you can't sack up even into a triple XL of that. Get out there and work out. So I have to look at why I'm doing that to myself. And that's the hard, I always say it's picking the scab. What I'm hearing you say is, Almost hoarding and like hanging on to stuff is an avoidance of doing what you got to be doing. Ah. It's a thousand percent. LOL, Kim Gravel. LOL, Kim Gravel. Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hello, fast or hard rules when we should get rid of stuff because like my parents are now hanging on to everything and I'm trying to purge for them and same with me like I'm I'm saying okay I've got to downsize are there any r- fast rules yes when it comes to organizing and cleaning we should follow this is what I've learned over the years because um I I'm a sentimental hoarder meaning Ooh. like if it was from my grandparents if it was something yeah. That um, I had a relationship to the experience of the thing. It's not like, well, I'm going to need this coffee cup someday. No, my friend sent me this from London because <sighs> he was like, you drink coffee so much. You need a prescription. That's hilarious. Right. But I use it. It's in a place of honor. So my my number one and two rules are, do you use it? 
Is it in a place of honor? Now, I realize if it's a picture, is it if it's a vase, stuff that you're not going to go sit and use every day, but do you clean and dust it? Is it out where you can appreciate it? If it's clothes, are they not stuffed in a box? I realize we have seasonal wear, but if it doesn't rotate back into your wardrobe, guess what? It's doing you no services. Put it on Poshmark. Let it make money. Let it become a vacation. Put it on you know, thread up, get things out of the way so they can make room. When I buy new things, my number one rule is because I love, honey, who doesn't love something new? You know me. New is the new, new is the new black for me. Anything that's new is the best thing. Right. And I, and then, and now, because I'm new to the queue, when I'm waiting on QVC to go on air. You've bought four things before you get on air. Yeah. Yeah. I, I literally went, well, hell. Why'd I even work today? I just bought 14 things on Easy Pay, and here was my Listen, day. And can I just, can we talk Easy Pay for a minute? Like, is your right. husband cheap like mine? We like to use the word frugal. Oh, okay. <laughs> Mine's just straight up cheap as hell. Okay. So when I discovered Easy Pay, that's the modern, modern day layaway. It and is 4,000% modern day layaway. Do you remember layaway. when we used to go visit our clothes? Oh, like, we would put them on yeah. layaway, our Christmas on layaway. We'd go visit yeah. it, pay You'd $5. Start- yeah, in August, you'd walk in and wave at the bicycle you knew you was going to get because yeah. someday, my birthday's five days after Christmas, so my layaway started in June, the, you know, summer before. Right. But like, well, our, our Santa Claus was broke. You know, most Santa Clauses can just make it in the, in the you know, North Pole and bring it on down nope. that night. No, we had to go buy it and visit it. I love a layaway moment, but, but here's my rule. Okay. For every new thing, anything you bring in the house, you mm-hmm. have to get rid of two things. It does two not have to be like trish. for like, but it doesn't have to be now like that, for like. So think about that, right? Two, why two things? Now that because, doesn't seem right. Because we can all go, oh, I want to get this sundress. Great. I can get rid of, oh, there's that weird tea pitcher that's got a crack in it that I have been holding on to because I was definitely going to get some Gorilla Glue. <laughs> no, you're not. No, you're oh not. Oh, my God. So I have to, I have to have a come to or Jesus you keep with it, myself. Break it up, make a mosaic table. I'm gonna make a mosaic table in all my free time. Stop. Oh yeah, wait here, wait. I have a hack. I have a question, Trish. Yes, honey. If you break the one thing into two things, does that count? Can you do that? Are you trying to Can break just... the? No, it's two, two items. Don't get new on me, Zach. I see you over there. All right. Trying to all right. Barter. All right. He's but a you know what I'm all screaming right. like. Like if you had an old vintage, let's say an old Nintendo system, right? A vintage mm-hmm. Nintendo system. Been sitting in your house. You haven't vintage touched it, but you're like, it's a thing. Vintage, it's my sadly, vintage Nintendo, and, it's real. and I may it's or may thing. not have a vintage Nintendo. Sure. Okay. That's worth some serious cheddar right now. But there are people okay. like, well, I'm going to hold on to it. I'm going to hold on. I'm like, for why? You are not going to do not act new. You, you're going to have a child someday, and it's going to want to play it. Stop. They don't even yeah. know how to put a cassette in a cassette record. Like, stop. Oh they don't God. want that. They stream games now. So I say that to say, look at the things that you hold on to. When you instantly want to purchase something, I have to go, well, what's up? what am I getting rid of? And the it's easy to do one thing, but to do two. So if I'm like, okay, I want a sundress. This is so darling. Because we all know we've walked into Target for Windex and come out $285 uh, later. Forgot the this Windex. This morning. This morning. Am I, and you will buy. And you're like, that is darling. How fun <laughs> is this? And then I'm like, oh, well, hell's bells. I forgot the Windex, but I'm going to look cute for 4th of July. Right. So <laughs> I have to ask myself before I grab that sundress, okay, what are the two things? So by the time I've left the store, if I've bought three jumpers, I'm like, great. Well, guess what? I've got to get rid now of, you know, is that right? Six things, math. I told you what my gift, but you know what I'm saying. So I yeah. start going, okay, when I get home, before I can even unbag what I'm getting, I have to round up the stuff I said I'd get rid of. That is, see, Oof. I've always heard maybe one, but two. 
because that's you the Trish how, way. Well, and here's the truth statistic. Truthfully, we only use 20% of our household items. That includes clothes, dishes. We only okay. use 20% of what's in our home. Okay. Well, listen, I'm feeling uh, clutter change, so we're going to move on. I will talk about this. Okay, wait. Kim, wait. I actually had an idea, though. I had an idea. Uh-oh. I think I can solve all my problems with Trisha's advice right now. Okay. Ready? Yep. I'm going to get the new Nintendo. Okay. And I'm going to get rid of my two kids. <laughs> All my problems are solved. I feel like that's an easy, I feel like that's an easy, and they, and they feel like they bring top dollar. So in the nicest way. Win. Oh no, like, I mean, they're, they're cute as hell. Yeah, they are. They are but you so, know what? This is why I tell my kids all the time. I'm going to get rid of y'all. I said, but if I did, they'd bring you back. They, you know, if somebody snapped you up, they'd bring you right on back. <laughs> and like, they were fun for a minute, but you, you were, you can have them back. You can have them back. No, it's the truth. It, it's so, the, the one for two, that's news to me. I've never heard that. It, it makes you work harder at what you really want to buy. It isn't about the get rid of. It's about, do I need what I'm wanting to buy right now? Kim. 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 Gravel. I find myself buying any and everything, like five different styles. And so I've got Southern. I've got Modern. I've got Mid-Century. I've got, uh, you know, the good Target clearance, you know, vase. I love it. Yes, love Okay, so clearance. tell me how we can decorate on a dime. Okay, Trish. well, the back end, no one wants Uh-oh. to ever hear, is clean first. Hey, no, what? I don't want to talk about that first. Well, I'm going to tell you, once you okay. take everything, this is what I've always learned to do. Because <clears throat> a lot of times, like you just said beautifully, we get out somewhere and I'm like, I love this, right? I love this vase. I love this um, flower pot. I love this piece of art behind me. Great, great, great. And we buy things individually because we're like, I'll find a place for it. That's how I do. I That's how okay? I do. So what I ask everybody to do when you do that, because you have great taste, you have a beautiful eye. I treat the things I buy when I'm having that moment of like, this house doesn't look put together. When those moments happen, I take all those items, clean them, meaning wipe down the art, get the dust off the dining base you buy. And you set up either your kitchen island, the biggest surface space, your dining room table, whatever it is, and treat the things you bought like a store. So put like with like, if you've got like coastal, if you've got boho, if you went down this road of like a little bit of glam, Hollywood glam, art deco, put the things together that you obviously know are the same vibe, put them together and then you shop your own stuff and you will go, oh my gosh, I had this in four different rooms. If I'd have done the front room a little more boho-esque, tropical was my jam. And then maybe I wanted the mm-hmm. dining room more coastal. Don't ever feel like you have to be married to one vibe in your house. That's it's farmhouse out. Is farmhouse no. out? No, the difference, I always say there's a fine line between farmhouse and Cracker Barrel. Not my jam. <laughs> Although, y'all, I love a Cracker, cracker Barrel. Oh, my I gosh. I love, love, love Cracker Barrel. I love a Cracker Barrel. I love Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel is all that in a bag of chips. Anything fried, smothered, and covered, come on. I just don't want to live in one, aesthetically, because to me, it's cluttery, right? Okay. I mean, that's their jam. They want you to feel like you're at a fun, you know, vintage shop. Southern home. Yeah. So I, that's not my personal style. And I know that. But like, for example, even what you're looking at back here behind it's me. It's beautiful. Right? Thanks. Hey, look, this was just, I had these, this art in two different rooms. And it's just leaning. It's leaning. I don't like to hang art if I can help it. Because you like to change or? Because I like to change. Mm. I move art around this house all the time. And people come over and go, oh, is that new? I'm like, no, girl, that was just That was, that just was in upstairs. the bathroom last week. Yes. <laughs> because you okay. don't realize you have great taste. Shop it. Like, move it around. When you bring it all in one place and shop what you have, you go, oh, my gosh. Like, people come in and go, I love my built-in in my kitchen. And 
I took all these cookbooks. I had in a box in the garage because I had just moved to Atlanta from LA. I, I remember. Like, Why have I not put this together? And everybody comes in because this looks so good. All I did was take the time to put the stuff I love in a place of honor. And everybody's like, that looks amazing. <sighs> so shop your stuff. Shop your stuff. Kim, I'm breaking in. Break in. With a... Zach attack. Oh, God. For no, he's going to do it. Here what's we happening? go. I don't Trish know. Trish doesn't know what a Zach attack is. No, what's happening? Okay, check <laughs> it out. What's happening? She's <laughs> like, what's happening? All right. I have a little activity that uh, I would like you to do. Oh, Lord. So, Trish, you're a cleaning expert. Yeah. Kim, you are... Not. Uh, not. <laughs> but I believe in you, Kim. And I think you know that what? you can you, do get you really? I think Trish can help you better yourself. I guess. I'm into that. It's a that. team sport. I need help from Kim a lot. But, Listen, let's, let's we help each other. Okay. And Kim, you love Bridgerton, right? Oh! <gasps> Love Bridgerton. I binged that home mother trucker. <laughs> <laughs> so my wife, yes. Camille, found this amazing article uh, published by the English Heritage Society. Oh, Lord. Hootie. About the way they used to clean in the Victorian <gasps> era. Oh, this is interesting. Right. I'm here for this. So they outlined a bunch of Victorian cleaning tips. Okay. And this is like the real deal. This is like the British society that runs all their landmarks. And like, this is no joke. Okay. All okay. Right? It's a reputable source. They they broke this all down into two categories. They broke it down to historical cleaning tips you can still use. Okay. And cleaning tips you should avoid because they're going to cause more harm than good. Uh, okay. I'm going to read you some tips. I want you to tell me if you think it'll work or if you think that... It, it wouldn't work. So, okay, just to make it clear, one is harmful, one is still good. Okay. Yes. Copy. Yes. You tell me if the cleaning tip is going to work or if it's going to cause more harm than good. Great. Oh, God, the pressure. Stress. Oh, and I love this first one so much. Use bread to clean wallpaper. You're wiping bread on your wallpaper. And then you're cleaning up the crumbs probably after. I was about to say, just as a general rule, I'd say no, because yeast is a bacteria. And so that's going to then get on the walls. I'm sure if there was bacteria on the walls in olden times, that might adhere to it. But I'm just going to say that's a no. That's a harmful. That's there's not yeast, a real. There's, yeast is bacteria? Yeah. I mean, it's got back. It's going to, if it's sitting out, it molds, it's going to have pores. So it's. Oh my gosh. Now I just had a piece of bread this morning. Now I'm all moldy. I'm old and moldy. You are not old and you are not moldy. But I will tell you, uh, bread, yeah, bread is, that's why white flour makes us all inflamed. I'm going to agree with the expert, Trish. I'm going to say it's, it's not good. You are a hundred percent wrong. Well, tell they us why. They say it's still good. They say it's. I I don't know why. Well, was like, you can't tell us why. I I actually think Trish, what you're saying makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I I, I believe you. I would mother just trucker. To, yeah, <laughs> look, as a person that's worked in a lot of houses that have mold, I know what it takes to get mold off things. <laughs> so I'm going. Why would you rub? But hey, maybe they had a different fermentation process. I'm well, trying to figure. I will tell you this: like, I if I've got a piece of bread that's got some mold on it, I just pick the mold off and eat it anyway. Yeah, Is that look, it, no, uh-uh, I'm not mad at you. I've cut off some mold in my day. I have, I have trimmed, I have trimmed mold. I mean, and you know, you grew up eating things that had mold because you don't even put the L in it. It's just it mold. Mold. It's mold. Oh God, <laughs> yeah, that's southern. Moving on from your mold. 
Did I say? All right. You said it right. Good job. Try. To clean wallpaper, apply oatmeal over the whole surface of the wall with a piece of flannel and sweep down with a soft broom or feather duster. Wow. Wallpaper was huge back then. Yeah. And it depends on if it's wallpaper that is textured, because if it's like a velvet mm, or a damask or anything point. like that, I don't know. I need to know this. I've got to have specific, Zach, this feels like a trap. But, <laughs> <laughs> you are being graded. This is, I mean, you could fail the podcast. I'm going to say no, because I'm going to say it's harmful. I agree. Okay. Again, feels like it's like we've got another yeasty situation happening. You guys got that one. Yeah, you both got that one. That was a good, that was a bad one. Use skimmed milk on stone flagstone floors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'd say yes. Why? Well, number one, it's porous. Mm-hmm. It's porous. But what I, if you're going to scrub, I don't know why they weren't using white vinegar. There was, must have been, it wasn't on sale. But (laughs) I mean, uh, if you're going to, milk is a very good, it is a very good cleaner. So why skim though? Why skim milk, do you think? Yeah, and I don't know how they got skim milk in Victorian days. They were just happy to have milk. It's not skim milk. Oh, they skimmed skimmed it. Oh, God. Oh, I thought you said skim. They're like, we need, it could be lactose intolerance. 2%. You need 2%. 2%. Yeah, you need 2% milk. You are correct. Yay! Look at us, Kim. Oh, I'm just following you. You're the leader. <laughs> I got your back. I'm your wind. It's your back. That's all I am. All right, next one. Okay. Sprinkle your carpet with damp tea leaves before sweeping. You sweep carpet? I mean, you do. It was what, a Victorian What are you going to do? It's 1850. They didn't have those, I call it the robo. We call uh-huh. her Lucy at our house. We you call her Bo the Bot. There you go. We get it. The Roomba. The I Roomba. love my Roomba. I love a Roomba. Our dogs just. I wouldn't do. Feet. I wouldn't do tea. Yeah. Do you do tea? Is that going to stain? That that was my two concerns. Were why wet? That I guess to let it dry and let that aromatics make. But I guess I'm gonna say yes because look, they didn't have them now. Arm and Hammer. It was times was tough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say yes. Uh, yeah, and you know women came up with all these cleaning things. So weren't women ingenious even back then? Always. I mean, really. We are the back. bomb, girl. We are the We've bomb. We've been killing it from the beginning. Men just stand around and just... They just stand and say, oh, that's fabulous. Yeah, look what she did. You or know. she looks hot. Whatever, you know? <laughs> Snatched up in a corset. I think, I think men do love to watch women clean. I think it's a hot thing. I think they really... Uh, my husband's up for it. And I married a cleaner. Thank you. T- oh, God. he's He, he blessed you. You're blessed. Yeah, mine is not, so I never sit on a clean toilet seat. It's just, I might as well just paint my walls like pea yellow. Got to get those kids up. You got to get them up at three in the morning. I did. Clean the toilet. They're clean. Yeah. You could just yeah. drink the water from we the bowl need to, this morning. We need to circle back to that because I heard y'all before I came on talk about that. And I want to, okay. you know, I need some mom advice since I'm having to Oh, that's that right. Mom You're at. a new mom. I need, yeah, I need some I don't know if that. I'm the one to give it to you, but I, you know. I think I'm, you're perfect. Okay. Because what you just did was drink. I receive it. I receive it. Go ahead, Zach. Sorry. Sorry, Zach. Yeah, apologize to Zach. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) The carpet thing doesn't work. Don't do the carpet thing. Don't do the carpet thing. Okay. More harm than good. Great. I thought so, too. It sounds like it was going to stay and be a mess. damp tea leaves. I mean, I think that they were... I think you're right, Trish. I think they were doing it for the smell, right? They must be. It was like potpourri on your rug. Don't don't worry. Someone stepped in Uh, horse poo-poo out there on the street getting back from the tavern. 
we're going to sprinkle these tea leaves to get the smell off the rug. That's where my head went. Or what you just do, my grandmother used to call it like a bird bath. You'd come in from a late night and you'd just kind of wipe it under the thing and then spray cologne or spray perfume. Yeah. I love Mm -hmm. a bird bath. That doesn't work. It It does not. No, it does not clean up a thing. Mm -mm. I got one last one. Okay, do it. Okay. This is kind of a long one, so buckle up. Okay. To clean your oil paintings... Mm. Right, all your oil paintings, of course. So many. Rub a fr- rub a freshly cut slice of potato, mm. damped with cold water, over the picture. So you're wiping the picture with a potato. Yeah. Then you wipe off that lather with a damp sponge, and you finish with lukewarm water, and you just dry, dry and polish with an old silk handkerchief. I'd say yes. Does potato lather? No, but I'm, I don't know why they said lather. I was trying to figure that out myself. I'm going to say, what'd you say, Trish? Because I'm going to come up Trish Street on this one. I think yes, only because it, if it's oil, it's, you've got to have something that, that's not going to stick to it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Or doesn't it absorb? Okay. Yeah. yeah I'm going to go with her. They're saying more harmful than good, but I kind of feel like they're saying that because they just don't want you to like rub a potato all over your arm. Okay, Zach, you can't read into it. You're trying to read. Now you, you're making. You're assuming. You're assuming. I'm trying to. I'm trying. Now to help you're doing. You you're rewriting the narrative like, here. All right. Yeah. Well, then you're wrong. Then you're dead <laughs> wrong. Then you're what? dead wrong. You're wrong. Zach is yeah. trying to make us feel good about ourselves. I know he's so. Yeah, sweet. I'm trying to make you feel good here. I'm trying to be like you he's know. Like, I could lift see ev- I'm trying to lift everyone up. That was very sweet. I love it. I love it. Yeah. He's You're adorable, precious. but he's in the throes of two young kids, so nothing is going to be clean. Zach? They're here, uh, four and one. And Done. boys, girls, what you got going on over girls, there? Two girls, two I girls. Got two girls. I'm up pray here. for you. He's going to be broke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> you, like they're going to start says. beating each other to death right around. Right, well, they're they're just enough apart in age. Yeah, that you've got a freshman. Like you'll have a senior and a. Oh, you God. know what I'm saying? They'll, be, they'll yeah. be driving the other one around everywhere and doing That's all that. Right. Yeah. And then they're going to be upset. They're tending to and their cycles. It'll and be PMSing. Have, that's exactly right. Everybody I'm so tickled up. for you, Zach. <laughs> They'll sync up. Really They'll sync up. Sound great. It'll sync up. It'll be like it'll be like witches of Eastwick over there. <laughs> well, bless, bless see, your heart. See, Zach, how she came back around. We that is it. She that. came on yeah, right back that. around. All right. Oh, you missed me. Say, bless your heart. So I. Good for you. Oh, say it. Say it nice, so everybody can hear it. Do it. Bless your heart. That's good. We're getting you there, Zach. Do I just say it under my breath? Right? It has to be like, oh, bless. Oh no, you can own it with full flavor. You got to dry it. Bless, your, Bless heart. your heart. Yeah, you got to draw it out a little bit. I feel like it's going to be at least six months of this podcast before I get to that level. <laughs> <laughs> when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. 
Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. All right, listen, we got to wrap this up. I can be with you all day. Okay. I close every show out with what we call rapid fire. Okay. First thing that comes to mind. Okay. First thing. I don't care if it doesn't make sense. Say it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Which that's, I said it, it probably myself. won't. <laughs> it will. What is your favorite beverage? Oh, uh, uh, Casamigos Reposado on the rocks with lime juice shaken. Mm, splashes oh. Tabasco. If uh, not, iced tea, extra ice, just lemon. Very polar, but the truth. <laughs> they, they both do the trick. Yep. <laughs> what is the hardest thing about shooting a cleaning, clean house, like TV show? Uh, getting people to get out of their own way. That's a life hack if I ever heard one. That was a good answer. Yeah, that's the truth. I think we've got to say, uh, you've got to expound on that maybe a sentence or two, babe. Um, we, and I say this inclusive to myself, of you course. never realize how much you were in your own way until someone that's in the skybox seats, who's already done the time shows up with the experience to let you know you can be more, uh, and not being resistant to it, no matter what that is in life. And I think usually when it's your stuff and you're cleaning in your home, because it's so personal, obviously, sure. um, it's really hard for people to let go and be less resistant. Yeah, but you so, just said a word that I don't know if we want to go and expound on even it deeper, but when you said somebody with experience, you leaned into the mic and you said experience. Well, Why do you it. say that? Yeah. Um, I think in anything, for me, I was raised in a funeral home. I got to learn at a very young age, you can't take stuff with you, very simply. No matter how you live this life, we all live it the same way. We all Come in naked, it. go out naked. Boop. That's exactly right. So you need to think about the things for you that you want to be, A, remembered by, the things you want to do so that if tomorrow you got taken out tomorrow, what's the thing you'd want said about you? And are you walking that walk? Are you living that word? Are you doing the things? And I have to check my own self on a daily basis. I'm sure, we all like, do. Yeah, no, but it's I, a good word. That's a good word though, Trish. And that's what that's the truth that I felt like if, if we all just got out of our own way and put away, put it aside, whatever you want to call it, ego, you know, whatever you think it is, uh, or whatever your story has been, if there's been something that's caused you to be, you know, health, um, yeah. a death in the family, a divorce, financial, anything. loss of a job, whatever that story has been, let go of the damn story. <laughs> and think about what level you actually really want to live. I mean, I put up a quote the other day. Who would you be if, you know, I'll mess up my own quote. I sat and thought of it and then literally wrote it. <laughs> that's how amazing I am. I'm going to read it to See, that's why we need social media. This is why we need to be, you know, what's the so, quote? You got to find the quote. It. What are you willing to give up to have the life you keep pretending you want? Oh, my God. You know what? That reminds me of that movie. Um, uh, what is that one true thing? That's so good, Trish. Say that one more time before I say this yep. other quote because it's gonna sure. it's really gonna hit home for a lot. What of people. are you willing to give up uh-huh. to have the life you keep pretending Tending. that you want? Yeah, this quote was very similar to that she said. Meryl Streep said in this movie, "It's easier to love the things that you have than go after the things you think you want." 
It's it's true. And it's a very powerful, wow. it, it's easier to stay stuck sometimes mm. with with the loop you've put yourself in. And I know We're all I go, in a loop. I feel like it's like, you know, Groundhog and this, Day. And, and if if this pandemic, quarantine, all the things didn't right. teach us anything. It's that we all collectively had a trauma together, right? Whatever that We're all the like. same. And yeah. We are all, the playing field got all the way leveled for uh, everybody across the board. Everybody. So now it's what level of shenanigans do you still want to have that was your old story that you want to bring into your new story? It's time for new shenanigans. It's new shenanigans time. And I'm okay. so on team new shenanigans. Me too. That's, a, that's another book, shenanigans. Here we go. Shenan- what is the messiest room in your home? Because even your Instagram girl is perfectly organized. Oh, without question right now, it's the garage because I have the <gasps> QVC studio in the garage. No, of course so you do. One whole side is completely gorgeous and built out and stunning. And then the other side is... Are you just like, do you go in and have a tick when you're on oh, air? Like you can Okay. I can see it. I'm facing... And I'm going, hmm. um, I have to look past it because, you know, I've got the garage temperature control. The dogs have crates out there, like just all the things. I've got all my beverages stored and organized. And then I look over uh-huh. and there's my and the chaos. got gear and stuff. And, it, and it's fairly organized-ish. It's just so muchy. You know, so, so muchy. It would be my garage. And right now I'm getting, I'm decluttering a closet. So for me, my closets are always put together. And for me, my closet right now is not, I'm sure for, again, for a lot of people, it would be a very organized closet for me. It's like, because I'm, I'm having the My closets, you. when you open it, stuff falls out and hits you in the face. Can so I'm coming you. over. Okay. All right. All right. Last question. I got you. You have this phrase on your website. And I think it's funny. Like, this is the name of my podcast and you have this on your website. How do you live out loud? Oh, that's so good. Um, I think being authentic and honest is the most important thing in the whole world. That's why I tried to do it. I've, I, for a long time, was very, like, I, I was very resistant to that because mm. I think I was trying to fill what people wanted me to be. And then I was like, that is exhausting. You know, it it's is. really exhausting. So for me, it's just being really, really honest. Um, and knowing that you don't get a second chance in this life as far as life. <laughs> so how did you, it. how did you come to, how did you start living that authentic life? I think, I, I think that's where we're at now in the world. Like everybody wants to be real and real. Not like, girl, I'm gonna keep it real. Not that kind of real. Like yeah, how did you get to the real Trish? That's a great, I would, I thought I was, that's what's even more powerful. Yeah. Thank you. We're doing something that was all the way. And then I had to have a full come to Jesus where I was like, mm, this feels like I'm doing this for others. And even that always got down to my, um, this is a whole, not a way to end a podcast, but on my last marriage, you know, yeah. I, I was staying in a marriage. Well, that, anywhere in life, you're not living authentically. Is- that's right. And so I realized I wasn't serving not only him or myself. So I had to look at this and go, I have to do a very scary thing you know, at 40 and be like, Hey, you know what? Let's get divorces that didn't work. And you don't do that. And we had a very Instagram perfect life. And my God, our wedding was a two hour special on E. It was. It was. was. So you don't turn around and go, (laughs) kidding. Psych. Yeah. Yeah. And I waited till I was 35 to get married. It wasn't like I was like, this seems fun. You know, I really thought it through. So when you think you're failing at something, you feel like you've let yourself down. Oh, no matter what it is, job, relationship, whatever anything. And I had to have a real moment with myself that I went, you know what? I need to be more for me because I'm not serving this gentleman. I'm not serving me. And um, 
I had to, I had to do like take a hard look and that became the domino effect for me. And then I sat down, I'll tell you, this is powerful. If anybody's out there, no matter what it is, but this was for a relationship. After that, I sat down and thought, am I going to ever get married again? And I'll be alone with cats. I'm allergic with cats. I'm allergic to cats. And I was like, I mean, I really, I no, no I hear you. you know, you were just spiraling. Yeah. I really was. And I thought, we'll do it where I want to live, like all the things. And I made a list of what kind of person I really wanted to be with. Like who would be the compliment to me? Mm. And I got super specific. I mean, all the way down to clean, neat, neat, clean, great conversations, makes me laugh, all the things. And then I sat down and put a check mark next to all the things I was. Wow. And I was not all the things on the list. And as soon as I saw the things I was not, I was like, girl, let's start working. And that's what got me to be more authentically me. I mean, I work on a daily basis, I think, don't we all? We all do. Through this pandemic, I definitely froze. Like I didn't want to put stuff out into the world because I felt like I was not going to put out stuff that was jazzy and happy and me. But I was like, I think we all kind of went through that to a degree. And there's nothing wrong with press and pause. No, no. In fact, we should do that more. And it's given ourselves the grace to do it. And meeting other people, like when people say, you don't know what anybody's went through today. You don't know. You don't. See somebody, some mama whooping a baby in Walmart. You don't know if that baby like literally caused a full tear down or cussed another human. Like, don't be a judgy cow. You don't know what somebody's walking through. No. Ask if they need help. Don't be a judgy he- heifer. See two syllables there, Zach. You see how That's we brought it. it back around? Brought it right on back. I love it. And on that note. LOL with Kim Gravel is produced and edited by Zach Miller at Uncommon Audio. Guest booking by Susie Munson. Theme music by Taco Pella. To find out more about the podcast, head over to lolkim.com. Thanks for listening.